Thank you very much for joining us here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I'm Miss Shannon, joined by your host, Mimi Shoneman, the host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and our licensed realtor from Remax Results. Good morning, Mimi. Howdy. Hello. I am just enjoying all of the positive female energy in the building right <laughs> we now. We are really got yes. it going on. Mimi's here. Our producer, Sonny's in the other room. And of course, we are joined this morning by uh, Shelly Ferris from Results Mortgage. Good morning, Shelly. Good morning. Good morning. I am loving it. The sun is shining and we are going to talk real estate this morning and mortgages. That's yes. right. And what's your digits there, Miss Shelly? What's my digits? <laughs> yes, oh, that's right. I got to go through my digits. <laughs> yes. I forgot. Yes. NMLS 367-826 and branch 147-4589. And we'll get around to like sharing your actual phone number and all that as we go forward because that is always the best way to get a hold of Shelly. But Mimi, still super busy out there. I was talking to you last week about how the inventory out here in the Twin Cities is not getting greater. It is still flying off the shelves. You know right? what? I'm just not going to talk about it anymore. Okay. Maybe it'll turn around because you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, what you focus on, maybe that you know is what you see. So I'm just going to tell everybody there's plenty of inventory out there for everybody (laughs) and uh, enough houses for all the people who want them. Well, here's the thing is that there are enough houses out there for all the people that want them. If you prepare, that's right. if you do what you have to do, you can get the house that you want. And we, uh, you know, you we talk about this every week. You know, when you come in and you speak with Shelly and you talk to Mimi, they can help you get prepared so that you can navigate this and it doesn't end up being this really sad scenario where you don't get the house that you want. Here's the thing that I think that would make all of the buyers on the planet, and Shelly, you can help back me up on this, would help them so much to know is that the home that you've built in your mind is maybe not going to be the home that you buy. And that if you're willing to adjust some expectations uh, we can find you a house. Okay. There's no sure. question about it. Yes. But if you are looking for that dream home that you've had built all of your life in your mind, it's kind of like that perfect wedding dress. You've always wanted that one. That's the one you're going to have and you're going to slay it till you get it. Um, if that is you, then you're going to have to require a tremendous amount of patience. Right. I, I agree with you 100%. It's, it's that mind's eye that, that says no to that one, no to that one, no to that one. But it very well could be the yes house. Well, I tell you what, I tell people I have never bought a house that I didn't cry my eyes out at some point during the transaction. <laughs> and that is the honest to God truth. Um, every single house that I've bought has not been where I wanted it to be. It has not cost what I wanted it to cost. It does not look like I wanted to look. And I am just fit to be tied that I couldn't get the one that I wanted. But then there's some expectations that I needed to have readjusted. And so while that wasn't what I'd built up in my mind, where I thought I wanted to be, it's all worked out. Right. I've heard that from more realtors, Mimi, now that you say that (laughs) right out loud like that. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, the wife wants this, that I got to have a pool, I got to have a horse barn, and I got to have a master bath. And the guy wants a big garage and a short driveway to blow. And they get there, (laughs) and the house they buy has none of that. (laughs) Yeah, right? I I know. that this is a great conversation to have because we, with like so many other things in life, when we are going out there and looking for our house, we do go for the house of our dreams, but we also go out with there within Hollywood and a TV mentality. Because if you watch these shows, like, you know, I remember you can get, you know, I, one of the shows that I would watch periodically is one where they're looking for these fancy, fancy houses and they get to go and look at four different amazing fancy houses to pick 
which of the four fancy houses they want, you know, kind of thing. And one of them is like a palatial thing overlooking a cliff directly into the ocean or something right. like there are all these yeah. things. Or there's like this, not just a rainforest showerhead, an actual rainforest in the bathroom. Yeah. That's what they want, you know. So, you know, they, but it is like this. So this, they've got like turtles and monkeys right, running you know, around. Kind of thing, just going around and it's just amazing and tropical and you just feel so peaceful. Um, but we do have this Hollywood and TV mentality. When the real life scenario is, look, I just want a really nice house in Golden Valley ish. Can you help me find one (laughs) around? You know, I'm like, I like it around here. That's my Chipotle. I like this coffee (laughs) shop. Can I get within a stone's throw? Oh, I can't get this block. But is there another one in this area? About you know? Yeah, I think that that's more realistic. I so Shelly, I'd like to you for you to like. Uh, expound some wisdom here about Uh-oh. the folks that you work <laughs> with that um, are, you get them pre-approved for a certain amount and mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. it's not as much as uh, it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. It's a mm-hmm. it's a lower amount and they they want to live in a certain area, but there's nothing happening in that area. What mm-hmm. do you advise them to do? Well, so when I ever sit down with somebody and we discuss what they qualify for, what their goals or their, you know, we talk about your time frame. What are you looking? How how long do you want to be looking? Or when is your lease up? Or how, what type of a payment are you looking for? And that's when we really get into reality mode. And we talk about, okay, yes, you qualify for that payment, but that's going to equate to this much house because we take taxes, insurance, and other things into consideration. And so then we talk about, well, if you got rid of this much debt, you'd qualify for this much more house. And so the loan application pre-approval process is not as simple as, you know, cut like a cookie cutter experience. It's different and tailored for every borrower to make sure that they understand where your realities are and where you you're you're just not there. Okay. <laughs> if you have a question for Mimi or Shelly, you can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Before we go to the phones or we take any calls though, I do have a question. We do often talk about the pre-approval process here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. If I get pre-approval, pre-approved, you just said that it is a fluid process. Does that pre-approval expire? Oh, that's a great question. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. All right. Because there's documents that you're pre-approved with that expire. Okay. Pay stubs expire after 60 days. So we need to refresh. And if nothing's changed, pre-approval is still solid. Credit reports expire after 120 days. Nothing changed. Everything's fine still. Okay. So they, and as we know, maybe if we're watching the news, interest rates are changing. And that also affects your pre-approval. Because okay. you're not locked in when you're pre-approved. Absolutely. So, Shelly, tell everybody how they would go to fill out an application for you if they're just curious about what they might be pre-approved for. Right. So, I've got a website that you can go to. My website is my name, <laughs> www.shellyferris.com. And you just click on apply now. It's a digital application. It's very simple. It takes about 10 minutes to complete. And once that's completed, it goes in my queue. I reach out to you and then we set up an appointment to either meet on the phone or in person to discuss your financing, get your supporting documentation 
it really can be simple fast. Yeah. And be sure and you you mentioned the Red Hot Real Estate Show and have her Absolutely. whistle a really good song. <laughs> you know, just to, just to prove that you were listening here today. That's awesome. Yeah, what are you whistling today? Oh my gosh, you don't want oh, to hear River. me whistle. Let's go. You don't even my kids are laughing really hard at boom, home right boom. now because I do I can't that's it. It's just there's nothing. Not quite the Andy Griffith three song. Well, but it's pretty I, good. Now I can whistle, girl. Okay. Okay. And then Miss Shannon here today is looking all fine and dapper in her oh, new cape. Thank you very much. Yes, yeah. I got my cape. That's my birthday cape. That's what it is. So, and you know, from talking to both Mimi and Shelly, and, and I always encourage people that if you're sitting there going, I can't. If you're living in the world of I can't qualify, I can't get this done, they're just going to tell me no. That's not the case. I'm and especially gonna, both of you. Yes, absolutely. If you are willing to work with us and if you're not rigid on what you have to be, have to have, we can find you a home. Now, the thing to know, and I think that a lot of people don't know, and maybe we can talk a little bit about this when we come back from the break, Shelley, mm-hmm. is with FHA, not every house is going to qualify. So when you tell us realtors, I've got FHA pre-approval. And even if you're going to use like a down payment assistance or an MHFA, those are all different types of programs and seller doesn't have to take it. Okay. And even if the seller wants to take that type of financing, the seller's house might not work. And so when we come back from the break, let's talk about why a house might not work if you have FHA financing. Very good, yes. And we'll also take your questions. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Sunday morning here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show with our Red Hot Real Estate Show host, Mimi Shoneman, our licensed realtor from Remax Results, and also from Results Mortgage, Shelly Ferris is in the building as well. And this is going to be a great day for people to call in and get some information because we are helping you start the process. I mean, we are actually giving you detailed information on how you can get into the home that will work for you. And the number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. I think one of the things we covered first was don't have the wrong illusion of what you should be doing during this process. And and as always, if you call in, you can get a copy of Mimi's Great Guides, things to consider when buying a home, things to consider when selling a home, and we'll get some questions answered again. The number is 651-641-1071. So, Shelly, we were talking before the break about FHA and mm-hmm. what, what that looks like when you are pre-approved in that type of financing. So why would somebody only be able to be approved FHA? So FHA is... Um, it's you're more um, oh, life has happened to you and therefore you have this option lending. Okay. <laughs> That's what FHA really is. So, you, so, for example, if you had a bankruptcy and, you know, life happened to you, life happened to you and you had to claim bankruptcy, that doesn't mean you can never get a mortgage again ever, ever, ever in your life. With a conventional mortgage, you have to wait three years. With an FHA mortgage, you have to only wait two years. So sometimes that's a big enough difference for people. Um, With a foreclosure um, on conventional financing, some conventional financing, you have to wait seven years out of the pool. And FHA, only three years out of the pool. So there are reasons why a large uh, percentage of our buyer pool may be FHA only. Okay, so if not, if life didn't happen to them, but they were maybe didn't pay their bills on time. Right, credit is another one. Yeah, just plain old credit, right? Yep. Yes. And so um, what is the lowest credit score that you can qualify oh with FHA? Is it 580, 620, well, something like that? So 
the reality is that FHA doesn't dictate any credit score minimum. It's the investors and the lenders that dictate it. And there are lenders in town that will go as low as 520. I will tell you that those are difficult, difficult loans to go through. And there are a lot of restrictions. But in general, uh, 580 600 is kind of your lower FHA mark. Conventional, the lowest conventionally you can go is 620. Okay. Um, but That's you're going to have an ugly score or ugly interest rate and an ugly mortgage insurance if you have a 620 score on conventional. Okay. So, okay, so really 680, 700 is what you're after on conventional to make or it Or a credit score. Right. Okay. Is this similar to a scenario? Let's say that, you know, let's, let's bring it back to like real life scenario. Let's say I gain 15 pounds. <laughs> So, so, so I may not, you know, it just because I gained 15 pounds doesn't mean that I can't get a dress. It just means that I probably am not going to get the dress I want on sale. Is that it? You know, kind of thing. So it just makes it more stringent on what I could actually get. Yeah. Maybe Something not like even that. the on sale part, but you <laughs> okay. get the dress. Okay. Right? Got, it. Right. Dress. Yes. got it. You, and so okay. you need to do some work before okay. you can get into a better dress maybe. Or gotcha. Whatever. Okay. okay. Okay, it's wow. all about fashion here, man. Yes, I'm just trying to put it in rela- relatable terms. That's it. Yeah, you gotta look good. Yes, mm-hmm. but seriously, between so let's just talk about so people who might have had life happen to them with FHA. How close could they possibly be with a few improvements to moving up to right. a conventional vehicle? Right. So if it isn't a real, um, you know severe life happened to you moment like the foreclosure bankruptcy that we're talking about and it's simply late payments or maybe you're stretched too far on your credit cards and you need to pay some down or whatever you can just be a few months away from that stuff generally speaking you can have one 30-day late you can even have maybe two 30-day lates in the last 12 months if you have more than that then you have to wait until you're 12 months from that last 30-day late but uh, you know, to pay down a credit card. Let's say you owe a thousand dollars on a credit card with an eleven hundred dollar limit, and you pay that thing down to two hundred bucks. The next time you're scoring out, you're going to see the benefit of the score. Or and let's that's just, every every thirty days. You right, said, exactly. Shelley. Okay. So, or let's just say that somebody went to the sportsman show and bought a boat, and they decided all of a sudden that they need a house to put the boat in. Oh, good grief! What are they going to do with that, Shelley? <laughs> yeah, so, bring it back. Take <laughs> the boat back. <laughs> Buy the boat after the house. So yes. do not buy anything for the house until you have the house. That's Duly sweet. noted. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So we got some calls this week, um, or we had a call this week about mortgage insurance and um, wanting to, uh, they had a great rate. So they refied when the interest rates were low, like in the, the mid mid to low twos. Mm-hmm. And oh. so they got a great yes. rate. Yeah. But they still have mortgage insurance, and they want to get that off of there. Excellent. How do people do that? So if you have FHA mortgage, um, that's a bummer, because you can't get rid of your mortgage insurance without refinancing out, and there goes your rate. But if you're conventional, and you think that you have enough equity in your home, and you've been paying on this mortgage for a minimum of two years, um, then you can call your current servicer. They send out an appraiser. They do what's called a short form appraisal. Costs about $250. Takes about three weeks to process. And if they agree that your value has uh, reduced uh, so that now you're at 80% loan to value or lower then the mortgage insurance magically gets wiped off of your payment. So they don't have to lose their good rate. They just have to pay a little appraisal fee and not even a full appraisal fee. Right, exactly. And so, um, yeah, in the last two years, easily you can assume that your house has gone up 20%, wouldn't you say? I would certainly say so, yes. In this market, Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, anybody who's out there with mortgage insurance, challenge it, man, $250. 
So that would be good. If you have a question, you can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. You know what? We talk about mortgage insurance all the time. Why? Remind me why I should hate mortgage insurance. (laughs) So the mortgage insurance is an insurance for the lender against your default. Okay. So if you have an FHA mortgage, your little teeny tiny down payment, three and a half percent down payment, it kind of makes sense. But if you are a conventional mortgage person and you put 10% down payment, you've got a 780 credit score and you've never missed a payment in your entire life, it angers you (laughs) that you should have to pay against your default. You're not going to default. Yeah. So really what they needed was an extra 10% and they didn't have it. Right. And so therefore, um, to cover that risk that the lender has is they have to pay that to make sure that they feel good that you're not going to do it. So the faster you can get that off of there. So it's what, you know, a few hundred dollars typically. It certainly can be. Yes. So there are other ways to avoid that monthly mortgage insurance premium, though. You can ask your mortgage lender about split premium mortgage insurance. You can do a single premium. So you just basically buy it out. So you put your 10% down. Maybe you pay an extra, let's say, $2,000 fee at closing. But now you don't have any mortgage insurance monthly on your loan. So you don't have to take the steps to get rid of it later. And here's a big benefit. You qualify for more house when you do that. Because you no longer have the monthly mortgage insurance premium as part of your monthly payment. And so now your payment stretches as a longer, bigger mortgage. Let's talk about HOA fees and how that affects Mm. your payment and your qualification. And what is HOA again, ladies? It's Homeowners Association. Okay. So if you live in a condo or a townhome or sometimes a twin home, um, you're going to have an association that typically governs the whole development. And with that comes a fee every single month that typically covers you know, snow and lawn care, it covers the building. Sometimes water, sometimes, sometimes the, yeah. the exterior of the building. But, you know, typically those HOA fees are $200 or and up. Yes. Right. Um, so let's just say that somebody came into your office and they're looking at the $250,000 range and they're weighing the, the difference between uh, buying a condo or buying a single family home. Right, right. And so we just simply work up the payments. It's only math, (laughs) nothing to be afraid of. So we just do the math. And generally speaking, you qualify for about 30,000 more in a house than you would in a townhome because of that very fact. We use that association fee in your qualifying uh, uh, parts of your loan above your payment um, so that um, because we know it's going to be recurring, right? It's always going to be there. You're not going to make your association fee to your mortgage company, but we take it into account. Part of your association fee is the homeowner's insurance, as Mimi talked about. And so then your monthly insurance, more, uh, homeowner's insurance, is much lower because generally speaking, those policies cover the exterior to the studs. And then you're responsible for only a policy to protect from the studs to the interior carpet, countertops, cabinetry, you know, water damage, right. fire, or something to that effect. It's about 30 bucks a month. So your homeowner's insurance monthly goes down, but now you have an association fee that kind of overtakes that. And then some, that's why you're less about $30,000. Right. And would you say in your professional opinion that single family homes appreciate better or about the same as a, as a condo or townhome? 
Boy, this year is a weird year to compare that with. But yes, I, th- I generally see homes appreciating faster than uh, townhomes or condos because the appraiser is required to stay within the development of that uh, home, that townhome or condo, if there are comps available in that development. Okay. So I think a lot of, oh, are we need to go to break? No. Nope. Okay, great. Okay. There's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a, um, there, there's a misconception, I think, in the in the community, in the real estate community, that they can just take that higher comp down the street when it's in a different development and kind of justify their their higher price. And unfortunately, those appraisals come in low then because no, we're not going to use that comp if the development has comps to support what we're looking to do here. So, Shelly, is part of it the fact that you know because I used to have a townhouse and I'm learning things now. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that they took my you know, association fee into play when I was getting my mortgage. That's good to know. But is it also a matter of when you live in that townhouse community, the likelihood of the entire townhouse community going up in value is a lot lower than people in my neighborhood doing rehabilitation and things on their house that will increase the value of the properties in my single family home neighborhood? Not not necessarily. Okay. Um, it's just that, um, you know, if like, for example, if you're going to put your house on the market for 200000 the guy down the street really has a smaller amount or amenity window, shall we say, to attribute the higher cost to. Okay. It's just a bidding war, really, that's going to get those high home prices up faster. Whereas the house on the block that's a single family can use the guy that's, you know, nine tenths of a mile away as a comp because he improved his house or maybe a bidding war happened over there that this guy now can benefit from. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. Well, what are we going to cover when we get back, Mimi? Well, I think we're going to keep talking a little bit about um, what you need to know about mortgages. And if anybody's got any questions, we've got our frequently asked questions list here. Yes. Shelly's going to expound all of her wisdom and maybe whistle for us. If you have one of those questions, the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. We're here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show with Mimi Shoneman, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and licensed realtor from Remax Results. Also in the studio today is Shelly Ferris from Results Mortgage. And we've been talking about uh, what are some of the most interesting uh, scenarios you have to deal with, Shelly, when you're helping people navigate their mortgage scenarios. Right. We're also encouraging people to call in if they have a question. It's 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. When you call in, you can get your question answered. You'll also get a copy of our things to consider when buying a home and things to consider when selling a home. And these are your brand new spring editions. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all sunny and bright. Nice. And just, you know, we haven't mentioned this yet today, but we know we are a repository of amazing Real estate and mortgage information if they just go to your website in general, Mimi. Absolutely. We love it if you visit and, and register for some of the reports that are on there. MNRedHotRealEstate.com. And Shelly, where do people go to apply for a mortgage with you? Just my website, www.ShellyFerris.com. And we'll have that posted on our show page. Perfect. So, you know, just when people are coming to you, we go, we always make it sound like getting a mortgage is really easy. But there are some just some little tips that you could give them that are important that people just kind of forget. Yeah. So what are some of the tips that you give them? Well, so, uh, you know, make sure that you pay your bills on time. I know that sounds very silly. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, and, and we mean up, just you know, yeah. in general, even if it seems like a minor thing, a tiny yeah. bill. So if you, you just got a like a t- a ten dollar gas card, right? You need to pay that ten dollars. You really do every yeah, single yeah. month. I know it seems crazy, but huh. um, yeah, I, I had a gal not too long, very well off. I would say very comfortable in our by our standards and. Um, you know, asked her, I generally ask about credit. How do you, how are you about paying your bills on time? Oh, my credit's great. Okay, great. And I pulled her credit and it's like a 630 something. And she's got all these 30, 60, 90 day lates. And so I asked her, hey, you got Target even here, 30, 60, 90 late. Why would that be? Maybe it's reporting incorrectly. Oh, that, you know, I, I don't pay it when it's only 20 bucks a month. I let it roll until it gets to be 50, $60 a month. And then I pay it because, you know, it's worth paying it then. And <laughs> But she didn't really connect the dots that that affected her credit score then. So, yeah, people don't realize. It's little things Mm, that kind of add up. And so let's talk about kind of the big elephant that's in the credit Mm. world, and that's the student loans. Um, I shuddered. Yeah, you did. I watched you (laughs) shiver there. Um, So, you know, there's a massive amount of student loan debt right now for for many, many people. True. And so, and to Ms. Shannon's point, you can never run away from uh, old student loan. No, man. right? Yes, you can't bankrupt government debt. That's right. So you're that's going to be with you. So be ready to pay it back when you <laughs> sign on the dotted line. But that type of whatever kind of loan you have that's a student loan, there's lots of different kinds, can affect what you qualify for. So sometimes, um, you know, they roll them all into one big loan and it's a $35,000 loan, let's say. Sometimes it's $135,000 loans that we look at, but let's say it's thirty-five. If you don't have a payment being reported on your credit report, we use 1% of that Uh, balance. Well, that's a big number. That's $350. That's like a car payment that you don't even think about because you don't pay $350 a month. You pay $3 a month maybe because that's what your arrangement is. And up until very recently, we we had to use the $350 a month. But recently now, Fannie and Freddie have come out and they have allowed us to, as it's reporting on the credit report, we can use that payment to help you qualify. They also went as far as, and this is a huge one, folks, if you have ever been denied a a mortgage because of student loan debt, please call me. Uh, If you are in a program where your employer is going to forgive your student loan debt because you work for maybe a nonprofit or something to that effect, and you are going to work there for a number of years, and they're going to wipe out your student loan debt, That didn't used to make a difference, and today it does. They've changed it, so now we don't have to count that debt anymore either. That's fantastic. And we encourage you to contact Shelly and Mimi for lots of reasons, because these things are always changing, and it's not your response. We don't expect you to go, I need to be an expert in this, but Mimi, Shelly, you guys are experts in these things. But the thing is, is these things change all the time, just like Shelly just said, it's brand new. If you had checked on that maybe three months ago... You might not know exactly. that this has changed. Right. So this is fantastic news. Well, we always appreciate it when you call in and man, you can be a part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. Wes, how are you doing this morning? Uh, pretty good. Thank you. You are getting ready to sell your second generation home. What do you have going on, Wes? Yeah, the situation is I have a house that I've been a part of. And when my stepdad uh, passed away, he and my mom uh, put in my name. 
And so now I'm looking to go separate ways with my fiance, and in a new house, you know, to a new house. And I'm doing everything with cash. I'm not really doing anything with the refinancing. I don't know if any of you guys have experienced. You heard of should I get pots? Should I move out? Like, is it better for the place to be empty or not? Okay. Um, thank you so much for your call, Wes. So I'm I'm just not clear on what what you're asking. Um, so are you are you looking to sell the property that you got from your stepdad and mom? Correct. Okay, and you and are in so a. Re- I wanted to use that as cash, but they don't consider it cash because it hasn't been sold yet. Correct. Okay, so you're trying to pull cash out of it. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, um, Shelly, So, if is it free and clear? You don't. There's no mortgage on it now. Correct. Okay, Shelly, Can he do a cash out refi? So uh, it sounds kind of West like you don't have any credit. Really, you're kind of a cash guy, and you don't really have like any yeah, credit I mean, cards I, or I car have, payments. I have a student loan. That's it. My truck's paid for, so it's basically my necessities. Okay. Okay, and how much is the home worth, do you think, versus how much are you looking to cash out? Um, after discussing it with the reality team, we looked at it probably around 330 Okay, and you're looking to pull out how much cash? Um, well, I'm willing to pull it all out, all out of that okay. house. Like Once I sell that, I'm going to go to a smaller house. Okay. Okay. With less square footage, and then uh, my mother is going to do the same thing. So we're basically trying to buy two houses out of one house. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that might require a little bit of a strategy session. So uh, if you'd be willing to leave your information with our producer, Sonny, we can get back with you and, and talk with you a little bit more about it further. Because some of it, Wes, is that you have to, some of it is that you're trying to figure out how to make that money stretch into two houses. Is that where you're coming, you're getting kind of stuck? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, I have some ideas. Yeah. So if you want to leave your information with our producer, we'll get back with you this week. Okay, yeah, I'd be more than happy to. Okay, Wes, thank you. The other thing is, um, if I have time for a quick question, I don't know if I do. Sure you do. Okay, um, with the two generations living in the house and the fact that there is a lot of clothes and a lot of clutter, it sounds to me it's very essential to have a professional stage. Okay. Um, Does that sound right or should be? Because, I mean, I still want to clean all the walls and, you know, do all the things that are necessary for that. Well, it's it's always important to, to declutter. Um, and if it's very cluttered, um, then, yeah, that's the first place I'd recommend that you start. Um, but there's okay. lots of things to do that you could do uh, and make it staged to, to get a little bit more money. Um, and okay. there's lots of different options, but I think it probably, it, the conversation is probably going to be longer than we have here on the air, <laughs> sure, unfortunately. So if you'd like to leave your information, we can have Shelly and I get back with you this week and talk about it. Yes, I would love to do that. Thank you very much. That's all I really needed was just some more information. That's okay, perfect. Well, we I, appreciate, I appreciate it. That. Yeah. Thank you so much. And you have a great day, okay. Wes. Yeah. You too. Thank you. So. 
the first thing that pops in my mind for Wes Shelley is the cash out refi. So if he owns that house free and clear and it is worth three thirty, so could he do a cash out refi and you can get how much loan to value on that? 70%. 70%. Right. So he would then essentially have enough down payment for the two other properties. Exactly. Buy those first. And then turn around and sell that house and pay off the refi, right? Could do that, yes. Yeah. Which kind of sounds like it might be easier for him because he did bring up the, should he have a professional person come and stage it? It might just make more sense in his scenario to get the new houses, move their things into their new homes, and then have this, you know, easily staged house. Right. Because it won't be full of his items and his mom's well, items. I think in this market, um, it'd be easier for him to buy those houses first and then sell that one later and use that house as a bank. Right, basically. Ah, right, okay. exactly. Right? So, I mean, I think that's a fantastic call, mm-hmm. or a fantastic question. Mm-hmm. Um, let's keep talking a little bit more about the student loans. Oh, okay. right. So, let's just say that you have somebody that comes in and the student loan is reporting on their credit bureau. Okay, is there a way for that person to do what's called a forbearance? Or yes. what are the rules for that? Right. So if you if the house if the house if the student loan is currently in deferment or forbearance, those are basically your your different options. You're deferring your loan payments for right now, uh, usually because you can't afford them. Maybe you're just trying to find a job. Maybe you're just working part time, something along those lines. Or you're in forbearance, which is for a longer period of time, no payment being collected at at the time uh, because you're just not in a good place to be able to pay back a loan. Those are options with your student loan. If you are in those options, you can still buy a house. (coughs) Pardon me. But um, um, now we have to use the, uh, if you're using an FHA type loan, then we have to use 1% of the balance still. If you're using a conventional type loan, we just have to get something from the student loans that would show what the payment would be and use that payment against you then. And I'm glad we're talking about student loans because so many people are in that scenario. We're going to get some more of that information. We're also going to come back and talk to Nini, who has some student loans and might want to buy a condo. We'll also take your calls here at the Red Hot Real Estate Show, the number 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Everybody sing along in your car. (laughs) Mimi's over there whistling. I'm whistling. Shelly Ferris, our mortgage expert, not whistling so much, not but whistling. you are listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show, Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon. Thank you for joining us. We were trying to offer this as a prize. If you called in our mortgage expert, <laughs> Shelly Ferris is going to whistle, and then we found out that her she kids have her machine. kids have forbade her exactly. <laughs> from whistling. Exactly right. Oh, they're laughing. Uh, now. But we are having a great time this morning. We were talking about some things to help you get uh, a mortgage, get yourself into a home, a condo, what you need. We're also giving you copies of our things to consider when buying a home and things to consider when selling a home. Those guides when you call into the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is six five one. Six four one one zero seven one. We're going to go straight to the phones, if that's okay, ladies. Because, mm-hmm. Shelly, you were talking about trying to get uh, a mortgage when you do have student loans and what are some of the rules. And Mimi, you're on the line. Mimi, thank you for calling. Hello? Yes, Mimi. So you yeah. currently have some student loans that you are navigating. Yes, I have student loans. Um, I'm in grad school right now, and I'll be in school for four years or so. Um, thinking of buying a condo or a townhome. 
Um, but I'm trying to figure out whether it's a smart decision to go ahead and do that or pay off my student loans. Right. That's a great question. I think there's a lot of people out there that are exactly in the same situation you are. So thanks so much for calling in. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you for taking my call. Yeah. So the, um, you're in deferment right now on your student loans. What, yes. What, uh, what, do you, what are you, as you're in grad school, are, do you have an income? Is there a, do you make some money while you're in grad school? Yes, I have a stipend. Okay. And so will the stipend continue for a minimum of three years? Yes. Okay. So then you can use that income to qualify. Mm-hmm. And so the deferment of your student loans, are they in one of those particular uh, programs, like I had mentioned, where they'll be forgiven? Over the course of time, or no? No. Okay. No. Okay. So then, what you're going to want to do? Yes, you can uh, mm-hmm. uh, buy. You, you, even though you're in deferment, you're going to want to get something from the student loan company to indicate how much the payment would be um, if you were in repayment, so that the mortgage person, myself, mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. use that payment then um, as as part of your debts to qualify you. So even though you're in forbearance and in deferment, it used to be that we had to use 1% of the balance against you uh, for a potential monthly debt. But that's gone away now. And we can, as long as we can document what that payment would be and use that payment, then you're Mm -hmm. good to go. Okay. And so if you'd like to leave your information with our producer, Mimi, we'd be mm-hmm. happy to reach out to you. And my two cents worth on the, the condo while you're in school is if you mm-hmm. can swing it, it's going to be fantastic because you're going to be able to have that deduction that you don't currently have. And sure. you're also going to be, it's kind of a wash as far as like your housing. I mean, you're going to have to pay for housing somewhere. And so mm-hmm. why not pay for it for yourself? Right. Okay, great. Very smart decision. So uh, hold on, and we'll uh, have our producer, Sonny, get your info. Thank you. You know, and, and, and I, I know that there are so many people that, you know, when you see that student loan number, it seems like it just stays whatever number it is for so long. It's hard to decide what should I have as my next step. And so it's great for her to call in and for you guys to be able to tell her, no, you, it is worth you know trying to move on to this next mm-hmm. point of your life. Or here's how you work this into the equation right. while you're doing it, instead of going, I have to. Because that's a big number. Absolutely. You know, that's a really big number for a lot of people. But you know what? You know, these students are paying astronomical amounts of money for rent or for housing right. um, while they're in school. And so they're paying somebody's mortgage. Why not see if you could pay your own? Um, I think it's very smart of of these students to be thinking that way. All right. Well, we have a little bit of time here. We can go to the phones again. So, Jenny, uh, what's your advice on student loans? Well, no, I was just going to say good morning, ladies. First of all, I enjoy listening to your show. But you had talked about student loans and also as far as getting home, the planning and everything else you need to do to get that home you want. Um, Quick story, just over two years ago, our kids were looking for a house. They were qualified for 300 found a home, whatever, they put in their best and final, and the people came back and said, 5000 more, and the house is yours. And, you know, we said, do whatever you want, but you said this was your limit. So they didn't do it. We sold them a house in the meantime, way less than what they wanted, but we said, you've got student loans, you have other debt, why don't you do this? That way you clean all that up, you put yourself in a position where you can get that house that you want. So last week, they literally... Friday, they bought a house, and they turned around, put their house on the market on Friday at four-something. They sold it last night, in, or yeah, last night in a bidding war, 
And there they were. They were totally prepared for it because they took those two years to plan and get themselves in that position to be able to do that and buy the house they wanted. Thanks very much for sharing that story, Jenny. We appreciate it. And I think that's a lot of what we do here every week on the Red Hot Real Estate Show is you guys help people get in that process and plan for their future and figure out what it is that they need to do to get all these things done. Yeah, I think that, you know, Jenny's point is is very well taken. But I also think that it re, I think it's a smart idea for people who even have the idea in their mind is to t- have a conversation with Shelly about it and mm-hmm. map it out whether it is in your best interest to do it now or if it is in your best interest to wait. Right. Um, because right now what we're facing is with prices going up, you know, who knows how much every single year and interest rates are already starting to tick up. It becomes like a perfect storm. Right. So if you're able to do it now in five years, if you would have waited to pay off your debt, who knows if you've priced yourself out of the market at that point. Right. Exactly. So many moving parts. Sometimes waiting makes sense and sometimes it doesn't. And the other thing that I thought was good about bringing together what we brought together, uh, talked about this morning is that. You know, part of the reason why the scenario eventually worked out for them is that instead of going, this is going to be our dream house, it's here's what we actually can, you know, afford. Here's what we can do. Here's what makes sense for us as a, a, a you know, a, as a, a an overall thing instead of just going, this is the dream fantasy thing I'm going to do. Sometimes that scenario that you've created in your mind doesn't actually exist. Right. You know, I was talking to a, a gentleman this week Um who owns a single family home and what what he has done is taken uh, a second mortgage to do improvements but there the house is definitely in a good area needs a few updates and that sort of thing but what they wanted to do is they wanted to start investing um, in properties as a, a passive income for their retirement and so one of the things that I suggested to him that really didn't occur to him they just wanted to start investing in multifamily properties uh, is to maybe think, why don't you uh, use this property as a rental and buy a duplex as a single as your own primary residence, and then count that as as rent. Oh, and then, okay. Then you will be in there and be able to buy that property for a lower down payment as opposed to the typical twenty twenty five percent that uh, an investor would have to put in there. So there's lots of things. I mean, Definitely. Right, Shelley? Yes, that's a great way to get into the investing pool. Absolutely. You know, live in a duplex and live in there for a year. That's the rule. Right. And then uh, move back into your single family home and rent that duplex out. Um, so it, it, there's lots of things that we can kind of, you know, uncover as we start thinking about solutions for different people. Yes, exactly. And right? It's all about their story. It's all because when we sit down, when I sit down with a couple for the first time, that's what we talk about. What's your goal? What's your plan? Why here? What, what's your payment comfort range? Why so low? What You know what I mean? We talk about all of those things to come up to the the problem solving this house, this neighborhood, this time, this payment, this down payment, all of that stuff. It kind of lays itself out when you talk the story. Absolutely. And so I just want everybody to know the very lowest dollar amount down payment that there's available is what? Zero. That's okay. right. And that's a VA and a USDA loan. Right, exactly. And for conventional, the lowest right now is 3%? Correct. Okay. So and that's an awesome program. That 3% down conventional program rocks. Absolutely. And there still is down payment assistance programs exactly. available. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that a lot of folks, if you have questions about mortgages or you're not certain where to start 
or who to talk to, then we encourage you to reach out to us during the week. You can reach me at uh, Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com, 651-578-2218. And Shelly, how do they get a hold of you? They get a hold of me on myself, 612-839-6918, or my website, www.ShellyFerris.net. Be sure to mention Minnesota Red Hot Show. Yeah, Perfect. be sure and, and mention the show and make her whistle for you. <laughs> and... Don't forget, she's got the real deal, $100 just for that free consult. Exactly right. Definitely. And uh, we can practice up the whistling and give you more information the next time you join us for the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Again, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot.